Are we live? Are we rolling? We are live. We are live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome, everyone. Good evening, Mike. Hello. This is the Tangent Podcast. Tangents with Colleen and Mike. What's up, Mike? How are you? How are you doing, Colleen? <sighs> Almost good. How was that? Was that professional? Fresh out of the <laughs> oven. Hello, 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 hello. Hi. Hey. Are you good? Hello and welcome to the season two of the podcast. Hi. Then I said episode one of season two. What's up? I'm good. You Long good? time no see. Well, so what have been, been a while? I, I think <laughs> it's been two weeks for the people out there. Yeah, something like that. Maybe what? No, yeah. It should be two weeks. We took one break, but then we haven't thought that this week there's no episode because we haven't recorded. So we unintentionally took a two-week break. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's what happened. Now everybody knows. It is, it is, it is. And uh, how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. Things are changing in life, I guess. Are they? They are. In what way? There's, <laughs> well, let's bring it up. There's two news we need to bring up to the people. Oh, shit. Is there? For whoever is not caught up with my uh, unimpressive had a life. about this beforehand. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, we should do this. <laughs> we should have... What are you talking about? We've made a season planning. Of course, we know what we're going to talk about. Totally. Don't you have the schedule? Didn't you get the memo? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so first What's one on the, the agenda. These, this season, we will have two episodes, uh, which will be... Wait, record. hold on. Hold on. I don't appreciate David didn't ask me back how I'm doing. I know how you are doing. <laughs> Please tell the people how you are doing, you sassy little bitch. I'm all right. Keep going with your story. He's not. This is a scream for help. <laughs> Somebody please <laughs> jump into Mike's DM and cuddle him. Oh, hello. Hey, hey. So what's up? Uh, I'm good. You good? <laughs> <laughs> okay. First thing on the agenda. Mm-hmm. This season, we will have two episodes, which will be recorded remotely, but way off remotely. What? Yes. Oh, I'll be no. on a different continent for two episodes. Holy shit. Which one? Which this continent? boy is going to Africa. What? It's not, it's not Tunisia. I'm sorry, Rawiya. Oh, but I'll be going on holiday for two weeks on in Egypt. Oh. <gasps> Dun, 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 dun. That's the wrong Iraq song. Lobster. That's the, that's the wrong song. <laughs> I don't know, but I love the Iraq Lobster one. I don't know what the, I don't know what the theme song for Egypt is. Something with desert and rattlesnakes or something. Just, just sand blowing over yeah. in the distance. <laughs> or some shit. I don't know. How come? How come you're going to Egypt? Vacay. Vacay. Wait, I need a vacay. I need a proper vacation. Mid goddamn pandemic, you're taking a vacay. Looks like I am. You slut. <laughs> well, I already dodged COVID once with a vacation. I'm just pushing my limits right now. We've dodged it a couple of times. We've dodged it together a couple of times last year. You dodged it when your entire family got it. And yeah, you I was didn't. thinking about yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, I'll see. I'll probably st- stay inside afterwards, but <laughs> I got to suffer. Like, the, the, the cool thing. Here's what people don't appreciate about Tinder. <laughs> okay, I love this tangent. Go on. Making friends on Tinder, or at least staying friends with people you meet. Because I have this friend. Are you going to meet someone from Tinder? No. In Egypt? But I'm going to Egypt because of somebody I've met on Tinder. Okay. Because I have this Elaborate. friend now- nowadays, which she has a uh, tourist agency. And she oh, hooked us up with, a, right. with, okay. a, with a cool cool package See, for egypt. B- because because we we talked with rawia now i'm thinking like who the fuck did you meet from egypt that you didn't tell me about but then okay now it makes sense i mean i have my own <laughs> limits but maybe i'll meet now next month somebody in egypt and then i might bring on the podcast i, I wonder know. i wonder if uh Colin or whatever means something del- different in in egyptian <laughs> it's like i, it I think French. it's arabic and it's in arabic it also means uh it means something like hug I have a song about okay. it's called La Kaleen. La Kaleen. So something to like, uh, unlock the uh. Okay. It's the same word, same shape of the word, and it's something with hugs. Oh. 
you better just hope it doesn't mean anal fisting or some shit. Definitely not. Definitely not. It's more. <laughs> it's more. Uh, it's it's less um, hardcore gay porn. It's just soft porn. <laughs> soft core. Exactly. For the soft. Uh, Erotica, but just in a human version. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. So this, yeah. This so, is you, so your friend tourist agency hooked you up to go to Egypt, and I'm gonna go to Egypt. Initially, I wanted to do one week, but I then I've been convinced to do two weeks, hmm. basically because it's uh, you can. that too. But it's more financially savvy. To actually savvy? Do that. Yeah, if I if I were to go for one week, I had to pay so an extra tax just for, to get a, a room for myself. Okay, because everybody else is staying for two weeks and they share a room. Oh, okay. Right, and if I wanted a single room, I need to pay something like fifty euros extra. Are you sharing a room with a lady? I'm not going to tell. Oh, naughty. I have uh, not received the, it's not a schedule, but the thing. Oh, you the, see the, the, the seating list. Exactly. <laughs> the seating plan. The sleeping plan. The sleeping plan. Hey. <laughs> I haven't received that one yet. Okay, fair enough. Fair but enough. if I were to take a single room for one week, that would be extra 50 euros. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, I need to pay another 100 just to stay another week. Okay. And I've been convinced when, somebody, when the girl organized told me like, it's cheaper than actually staying home. And to some extent, it kind of is. If I were to stay home and just pay for my groceries for the week, so it fucking be that same amount. Does that, does that mean that, that uh, living in Egypt, just like the living costs are uh, low? Uh, no, the we're going to a five-star hotel, so is everything, <laughs> it's all inclusive. I don't oh, need I'm to sorry. pay anything. What happened to Boschetriala, fam? You don't want to do Bosquetrell in, in, in Egypt. Probably not. I, I've been told, I've talked to several people who have been there. Um, they have p- uh, military in front of the hotels. Yeah, boy. It's that bad. Is it like is it like uh, Israel where so like I'm not sure the, if it's, I have the no resorts idea. are like heavily guarded and shit? Yeah, basically. Oh, boy. Basically, they, they said they, they're two guys, military outfits, two machine guns, and oh, bags boy. of sand on top of each other just in front of the every entry. So See, that's my problem. Why would you want to go there? Does this sound like a friendly place? I'm sorry, I'm yawning so much. It's really late. It's 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 exotic. Well, um, it's cheap. It's warm. It's hot, and and this instance is safe because you're staying in the resort. But we're gonna make a, a couple of trips. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go to Cairo in one day. Yeah. Is it Cairo or Cairo? No, I know no. it's Cairo, but it's not sure in English. Sure Whatever. People are gonna get it. So, uh, I'm definitely gonna find out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see the pyramids and I'm going to see the hey. Valley of the Kings. Look at you, Mr. Fancy Man. Exactly. And then, are you ready for this? Drum on In the Bay Area that my hotel is in, there's a windsurfing school and one hour up north, they say there's a surfing mecca. Well, that just sounds like a haven for you, doesn't it? Doesn't it? <laughs> Can you see why I've stayed two weeks now? Yeah. God, I wonder if you're going to be like, I want to stay an extra five weeks. I don't think so. I'm going to get bored eventually. What's the COVID situation over there? Did you look it up? Uh, as far as I understood, they have parties. It's They're kind of loose on it. Okay. It's that not... doesn't... All right. I know I need a What's test. the COVID situation there? I have no idea. Because you can have parties, which can ramp up the numbers and still have parties, maybe. But people are dying left and right. Does it actually really matter since I'm going to be in a very touristic area? Everybody was going to be from abroad or overseas and just staying at the same hotel. So it's kind of difficult either way to realize what it'll be in the resort. That's why I haven't really checked. Yeah, but that's the. that not that the point that there's such a mix of people from all over the place and you don't know who the fuck's going to bring whatever virus from wherever? But there's no way irresponsible schmuck. How oh, dare you? It was you? fine when we did the road trip, right? That was fine. But if I go by myself <laughs> in a different country to spread to get, don't well, bring the virus back home. I mean, you didn't invite right? me, so maybe I'm a little bit pissed off because of that. I yeah. did. I know. I know. Don't try to make me look like the bad guy over here. <laughs> no, man. I kind of envy you. I guess. Even so, even if you were able to come. I'm sure you wouldn't, just because that's your nature. Yeah. It's too touristy for me. That's the thing. That is, it is a bit for me also. That's too touristy. It's but, like, it's fascinating. I want to see the fucking pyramids and shit, 
but I'm sure that it's going to be tur- too touristy. It's going to be like, oh, there you go. And this is it. Take a picture. Okay, let's move on. It's like, it is. I want to meet someone who lives there and be like, yo, what's it like living here? And like, what do you, well, how do you feel about the pyramids? Because you live here. I'm going to assume everybody feels love the pyramids like every Paris citizen feels about the Eiffel Tower. You just get used to it. It's funny that the pyramids are just right next to the city. It's not a, like a huge area of desert you have to cross by to get to the pyramids. Yeah, so just I've next heard. to it. Just cross the road and there you are in King Tut's whatever. <laughs> King Tits. <laughs> but as far as I understood, society is a bit crazy over there. Oh. Like traffic is completely hectic. Oh. I have a friend who has been to Egypt on a couple of occasions. Mm-hmm. He said he's seen a couple of traffic lights next to the government or something like that. And none other whatsoever. Oh, okay. The buses, they don't stop for you to get up and down. They just uh, slow down. <laughs> oh, go. boy. Sounds a lot like they describe India. Yeah, that exactly. That was my feeling oh, when he told boy. me about the traffic. Just probably more sand. Everybody, Yeah, everybody <laughs> just tries to rob you if you're going to go for public taxis or whatever. Like rob you oh, in the sense that they overprice okay, everything. Like legally rob you. Exactly. <laughs> Um, uh, cool. bazaars and everything you have to negotiate everything mm. and that's basically all i know i'm gonna try to make friends with some of the staff people in the in the hotel maybe i can find something I, even the guys at the surfing school well, let's make a bet you want to make a bet let's make a bet okay how many of the staff members are going to be romanian <laughs> i don't know the guy who I spoke with said I need to look for Egyptians, local Egyptians. He didn't say that we're going to find a lot of Romanians over there. Okay. Dude, you're going to find Romanians anywhere. I'm going to be in a fucking resort. Of course, I'm going to find Romanians. I've seen... No, but not like not like in the tourist sense. like Just working there? Yes. No, no, no. We're going to see. We're so eager to work anywhere else but in our own country as a nation. I don't know. I'm sure you go to fucking Antarctica and there's going to be a Romanian there. <laughs> I bet you setting language if exactly if anything it's gonna be okay in a realistic sense it's probably gonna be a scientist but god dude i'm we're fucking everywhere we're also fucking everywhere (laughs) get it i don't think there's one country i've been to that i've not heard romanian on the street yeah i don't think there's been one Hmm. but yeah we'll see yeah it's interesting man you're gonna you're gonna do that and you wanted to record. You didn't want to like pre-record a bunch of episodes to have by that time while you were going out having fun. You want to take the fucking laptop with you and record. Yeah, basically. And the microphone and everything. I'm guessing. I mean, I, I maybe not. I'm not going to take the stand for the microphone. I'm just going to no, hold it just, like I'm yeah. going to perform or something. Make a lot of noise because you're all fiddly. Yeah. We'll see. That bike, but I feel that, like that bike behind you is going to fall any moment because you keep fiddling with it because you're like fiddling with shit i i've let go of it i've let go <laughs> calm your titties <laughs> but i feel like it, it will make more sense for us to talk while i'm there because it'll be the the actual i don't know whatever experience will be more authentic instead of me just coming afterwards and just spending a whole podcast talking yeah, about it yeah 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 exactly and also i have this, yeah. this one fucking theory that i'm assuming Two weeks of hedonism and sun <laughs> will fucking change my life. I will have a mood, outlook on life, energy levels. I, I, I'm hoping everything will yeah. reset me. Because last year, I mean, two years ago when I've been to Portugal. Oh, yeah. On the surf camp when I ca- came, came back. You came back a different man. Yeah. And I've been At so least for a while. Colleagues told me, like, you look like a different man. You just yeah. feel like you were reborn or whatever. You were definitely a bit more tanned. That, that too. And I'm hoping I'll be this... this this time again and i probably will be it's like almost 20 degrees right now and i'm going a month later mm. so it's definitely gonna be warm wow that's don't bring a lot of water don't get dehydrated i'm trying not to i mean it's <laughs> fucking all inclusive i'm hoping it will be fine yeah that's so cool man yeah i don't know i don't think i'm gonna go anywhere exotic anytime soon <laughs> probably not probably not um but that's cool. I'll live vicariously for you. I hope you send me pictures of shit. I'm going to bring you a fucking camel. <laughs> well, okay. That's an option. <laughs> if they let you, I'll bring have, it. you'll I'll, come back. You fucking swim the Mediterranean. 
<laughs> with the fucking how long is it between Egypt and the, probably a lot for like two countries away I think yeah I, mean, yeah, I, I know Egypt, you can see like, it from the coast of whatever Greece or Italy something you can see the coast of of Africa the oh of Africa right Africa. but like Egypt is like what in it's Africa it's like north somewhere it's like it's northeast east yeah it's kind of east northish right not northeast it's just kind of like northish east yeah right to, to, with an opening to like the Indian Sea, I think to the Red Sea, the Re- okay, whatever Indian oh. Ocean, Red Sea, I'm guessing some shit like that, right? So then from there, you'd need to go up and then west a bit, but then a lot up to get to the Mediterranean, right? Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking swim that. How are you gonna bring a camel? I'll figure a way. <laughs> in in pieces <laughs> on there the plane. There has to be a way to bring a, maybe a boat. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to take a ferry. That's your startup idea. Bring importing camels in a safe and eco-friendly way. In Romania. <laughs> in a vegan way. Who the fuck doesn't want a camel <laughs> mid-pandemic? Are camels... No, they don't. Do they spit on you? That's llamas, No, right? they, they, they drool, but they don't spit. Those are llamas. And I, I'm actually uh, wanting to make a point. I think llamas are a better business idea. Llamas are cuter. I think I'll, you're thinking of alpacas. Llamas are cuter than camels. I think alpacas are even cu- cuter yeah, than llamas. Alpacas are cuter. I think they're more tame and they don't spit on you. Have I ever shown you the Reddit post when a guy makes a tuxedo for an, a llama and brings it to her sister's his sister's wedding? I don't know, but it... See, that tempt- llama is outlandish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tempted to say it sounds familiar, but I don't think it sounds familiar. It just sounds like something made on the internet. That or is. something that came from the internet. It's, I think it's the only good joke, like something is actually resharable that I found by myself on Reddit. Really? Yeah. You don't spend a lot of time on Reddit. No, absolutely not. I, I find maybe a couple of posts that I saved, but not this internet memeable thing. And mm. I actually saw the post when the guy asked for the size of the uh, sizes <laughs> for the llama. So like the suit? Yeah. <laughs> And then it took him like one week to actually post the picture. And I was Holy constantly shit. checking out. I wanted to see the picture of the llama. And there it is. I'm going to look for it. I'm going to show you the picture of the All llama. All right. Let's do it. What what subreddits do you follow? Do you uh, like the segue? That was a segue into a different topic. Uh, let me remember because I Story haven't been on Reddit for, for a long while. silence yeah no i'm not uh, there's nothing coming back to me i have a weird one i'm not sure why but i'm following r slash dead bedrooms dead bedroom <laughs> yeah, for some weird reason dead like like death dead a, a literal uh separated for people who are not fucking anymore and they're married or in a long relationship or something like that wow that i didn't expect that i, I don't know why just I, I think it's at some point it just crossed it and i just read it for the um, drama or something hmm. that's interesting I remember yeah. an ex-girlfriend of mine used to spend a lot of time on like, uh, it wasn't relationship advice. It was something like dating advice. No, it wasn't advice, but it was something with relationships. But people were basically asking for advice, but all of them had really shitty relationships or like really fucked up things happening in their family. Cause it wasn't just relationships; It was like family matters and shit like that, but they were really fucked up. If you were asking okay, so for help, serious advice yeah 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 i don't know that was i remember that was fucked up i mean r slash romania which i don't follow because it's way too memeable yeah it's mostly memes well i'm not going for it for for memes well me neither i'm just saying i have a friend who tried that and he failed like that's what i'm saying because i i like to follow r slash romania because I'd rather t- trust people on the internet to give me curated news, especially on Reddit, more or less. Definitely more than TV. But r slash Romania is just full of memes. Yeah, but and, and cynicism and, and comical shit. I know, I, I'm getting suggestions from it, and I, I, I never got into it. There's a cool one I, I could actually recommend out there. There was something and. Again, in the relationship space, I don't know if it was a dating advice or whatever. Okay. But there was this cute game a couple had designed for themselves. Mm-hmm. It basically implies 
each party mm-hmm. to prepare something like 10 notes, like small notes, and you fold them up and you hide them somewhere in the house. Okay. And each note has a challenge of sorts. Okay. And whenever the, the other person finds it, mm-hmm. they have to do what says on the note, re- regardless of whatever is happening during that time in the house. It's usually okay. uh, uh, sexually... and um, Words. Sexually words. Sexually charged? Uh, sexually themed? Exactly. It's sexually themed. Okay. And on a couple of occasions, they said it happened when they were having guests or something like that. So, okay. So, it's a couple... And they hide notes throughout the house, and the notes are like what, like dares, like sex. Yeah, basically, dares. next time when you see me, you drop me on the floor, pull my pants up, and give me a blowjob. Hmm, that sounds or like a like that. healthy way to keep your relationship going. It's an interesting like, way of doing it, it because it's just you never know when it's gonna f- you're gonna find it, she's gonna find it, what will happen, and it's just hmm. it's completely out of the blue. And I really it's like not the a bad idea. idea. It, is, it is a cool one. Hmm. That's I think that's the first post I ever saved. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm really not spending time on Reddit. I, I barely stay enough so we I can have a conversation about Reddit. Yeah. But that's it. I have a weird relationship with Reddit because I started it because of tech stuff. So like back in 2014, 15, I used to spend a lot of time on Reddit. And then on Hacker News, uh, when I learned that, that Hacker News funded Reddit and the whole um, upvote and downvote system yeah. was based on Hacker News. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I realized I was spending all my time on Reddit for tech news. And then I was like, all right, I might as well just go on Hacker News because that one's exclusively tech stuff. But uh, back then, my favorite subreddit was the Game Dev subreddit. And I was really sort of uh, involved in that. Well, I wasn't involved in the subreddit. I was just spending a lot of time on there, posting, well, not posting, commenting and upvoting and reading all the shit. And cool people there, man. Cool people. But that was back then. Nowadays, I fucking unfollowed anything to do with tech. But okay, so there was an intermediary phase maybe one or two years ago right. when I started using multi, multi reddits or whatever the fuck they're called. It's like reddits. No, it's like when you have, you know, I have your main page, right? Which is all the shit that you subscribed. Yeah. Then you have popular, which is just an amalgamous blob of random shit that people like. Right, so you can create your own sort of feed, your own custom feed with whatever subreddits you want. So you can combine multi multi reddits or multi subreddits, so something the, like that. So there's a separate thing. It's from... a custom feed. You could create your own custom feed, and then you could select the subreddits you wanted then in that custom feed. So it's basically broader or narrower than the ones you're subscribed to. Uh, broader. So your main page is all the subreddits that you've subscribed to. So why don't you just subscribe to the subreddits you want in that feed what so you no, can have so you can have the page where you have the ones you're subscribed to that's, right? the, that's your main page that's your main page yes and then you're telling me you can have one that you decide which subreddits you're gonna see so your main page feed. is all the ones you subscribe to yeah and the custom feed is is just whichever ones you want like you could combine them so like i'd have free right this was i think one or two years ago i had free i had one that was I would manually add in tech subreddits to it, and then if I click on it, it was my it wasn't my main page, which was like tech and gang grumps and whatever Romania and shit. It was just tech stuff, and I would select the subreddits that I wanted to see in that feed. Okay, uh, and then I had one, so I had tech. I had oh, you can do multiple, and you just yes, yes, categorized. Yeah. Okay, now exactly. I get it. I, I so, thought it was just one single page. No, no. So, so. Your main, my main page, as I said, was like I don't know, web dev and learn programming and computer science and gang grumps and hydroponics or fucking futurology, whatever. Then um, I had one which was was programming, which was just I don't know, React, Angular, TypeScript, all of those ones. I just added them all, and I was like, okay, in this feed, I'll see all of these. Got it. Uh, yeah. And then I had another one which was called Lifestyle, which was um van life off grid shit like that uh, yeah it was just shit like that like lifestyles type of stuff and i think i had one for because uh, i so i think you've mentioned this that you got involved in, in investing yeah right i did i was for a while fascinated by fire 
by fire. Uh, uh, not the not, element not fire, element but fire, but like financial uh, independent retired early. Hey, that's the one. So I had a bunch of those in the thing called money, but then I get I get really bored with financial stuff. Yeah, but th- that also happens with me. Yeah. I also watch them. I I think I have I subscribe to Eurofire. There's mm. fire in Europe. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't exactly. like I like I don't like the concept that much. I think mean, it's a cool one. It's it's fine, but just uh, basing yourself solely on that one is just yeah. Exactly. I don't really like it. Yeah, it's it's a bit weird. But yeah, I'm I'm completely I'm very financially illiterate so i was just like you know i don't really care the about secret this. to it as i found out is just find people you enjoy listening to and then they're yeah. just gonna talk finance well funny you mentioned that because that leads me to right now and how i use reddit right now which is mostly a lot of podcasting stuff right uh i've recently unsubscribed from the voice acting stuff because although i want to do voice acting i realized i wasn't really involved in it and i was like well if I ever do decide to actually do it, I'll just resubscribe to them and be more involved. Until then, uh, there's no point in me seeing all that shit in my feed. That's an I'm interesting thing about you because I would always yeah, have I'm it just very, to remind me that I want to do yeah, that. No, no. Well, as you, I'm I, cur- I just, heavily curate stuff. Yeah, you really do. So I did that. I removed all the voice acting shit uh, until further notice. Even on Facebook, I joined a lot of groups back in January, yeah. and now I'm just like, I'm just gonna leave them. I don't. They're just. It's too much cognitive overload overload for me to see them there, to see the notifications, or even to just a number, the dot. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to see it. Okay, so that, and then, uh, so the, the funny thing that, that related to what you said was that uh, now I listen again to a shitload of Jordan Peterson. So I've, I've, there's a subreddit for Jordan Peterson, and I've joined it. And I, I, I told you, the, you're a fucking maniac I am. To, with listening to Jordan Peterson. Yeah. So th- remember before we started how I, I was really into Joe Rogan? Yeah. Like that's nothing compared to this. Man. Oh my fucking That's God. nothing. Insane. <laughs> For people out there who have not seen this, Mike fucking direct, directly tweeted Jordan Peterson if he wants to come to the podcast. Yes, that was this week, I think. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was oh, like, like two days fuck ago. It. He he tweeted Elon Musk and he's like, I want you on my podcast. He was like, Good, cool, what do you want to talk about? And I'm like, fuck you, rich guys and important influential guys. I could tweet whoever the fuck I want. And I tweeted and he didn't reply. And that's fine because that's how the world works. And I'm okay with that. And eventually you'll reply or not. And whatever. That's we cool. We need with more me. subscribers. Yeah. Well, whatever. More listeners or whatever. <laughs> yeah. We need more beanies. We need more beanies. Uh but yeah. And and also I joined the the, the Jung um subreddit there's a young subreddit i am on i am on r slash philosophy and you're gonna get their own philosophy and psychology yeah i'm not on those i feel that too broad you, you, even i mean i barely check out reddit but whenever i do get on there they they give you a good point of maybe you want to look at yeah. something but see that's the interesting thing again about us i heavily curate everything in my life relating to the internet at least Whereas you just kind of have them there as reminders or like just random. You don't, you, I feel that you have the ability to filter them out with your own brain. Whereas I don't, if I see it, I'll obsess about it or I'll want like, it'll, it'll, it has an effect on me. So I'd rather just remove the temptation. I see. I can't help myself. Yeah. Okay. That's why I don't have any games on my phone because if I have a game that I really like, I'll obsess over it and I'll play it constantly. I never have one. Well, I know you never have one, but like I, I'm just saying, I have a reason why I don't have one. I mean, it's the same reason I didn't ever install. I don't know if I'm gonna get obsessed about it, but I never give mm. myself the opportunity to. I think I only had once, uh, Flappy Bird installed. <laughs> That's an old one. Just, that I was have it for 2013 or something. Yeah. I have it for one evening and then I deleted it. Mm. And then I played some. Did you ever play 2048? No, I've I've seen it. It looked cool, but no. I played the shit out of that. Do I know? Why do I feel like I saw you playing that? Uh, I think I, I saw was, you playing. I that. was playing it when we were working together back. I think in you were, 2017. yeah. Yeah, you definitely seen me play it. I think the only other phone game, mobile game I've played, it was this build your team of heroes shit with, with Star Wars themed. <laughs> I was doing some. Uh, you like Star Wars? Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you like Star Wars? I mean, as much as the next guy. Because, like, I've watched Star Wars, but I don't, I wouldn't consider myself a fan. It's like, yeah, they're cool. I get them. But it's like, I mean, I'm not going to... kind of there. So, basically, Star Wars, I think it was the first movies 
stuff, media, I got involved together with my father. Maybe hey, that got us somewhere in there. Nice. I've remember seeing all the movies. I've played all the games I'm up up until to one point. I think Jedi Outcast or no, that was old. Jedi Academy or Knights of the Old Republic. One of those was the latest one I played, and then They're at some point, old, aren't they? They're old. Mm-hmm. And then the Force Unleashed. That was that I, was newer. It's newer, but not that new. That's the one I also played, and but I know I know the references, I know the stories. If I see videos or something about Star Wars, I might look into it. I mean, I'm, everyone, I'm pretty sure everyone knows the references generally, but you know, generally, but yeah, I, I mean, a bit more obscure. But I've never, I'm not the kind of a fan who will go to Wikipedia or whatever. <laughs> I, for, I always forget that's what it's called. It is for people out there who don't know. There's an entire separate Wikipedia page. That, Designed only for Star Wars lore. It's called Wikipedia. I remember when... Um, God, when was this? Was it when was it when Disney bought Star Wars? That they declared a lot of shit not to be canon anymore, I think. This sounds about right. I don't know. Though, I think they, they, history, they, they sort about of right. removed all the Clone Wars cartoons and stuff they were like yeah that's not canon anymore i think or some shit i know people were pissed off that a lot of things became not canon anymore could be i'm not sure if it was the clone wars animation if it was the games or something those clone Wars animations were fucking good they were good both of them yeah the 3d one and the 2d one the 2d one was really cool but the 3d one was good as well they were i remember they were on cartoon network back in the day which one had ahsoka the both because they're both they're both clone wars (laughs) that's the girl with the weird thing right yeah and the two blades i think they're i think i think both i don't know i don't know but i'm thinking about the 3d one i remember what's your favorite character in star wars this feels like an interview (laughs) i have no fucking idea let me think mine's general grievous because of the four hands because he's fucking he's a cool like okay first of all the backstory is fucking amazing because i read it and it's like awesome awesome like he has a reason why he uses the the uh, the dark. Wow, I don't even. Why he's on the dark side? Yeah. Okay. He, yeah, he has a reason why he's there. He's like super pissed off and shit, and they took away his body. He's a bit a robot. of flesh and stuck in a iron suit. Of course, it's basically cool. Dark Vader. He's fucking well. He's a lot more than Darth Vader because he's well. He's a lot less flesh than Darth Vader. Right. And he's a cool fucking robot. And the four hands. And the, they're like... The <laughs> General Kenobi voice. And the, he's fucking cool, man. He's fucking cool. Okay. I, I see it. I it's was just bad. going through the main characters. And then he's yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. one up top there because of the fucking four blades. He yeah. cannot be that. Yeah. But probably if I were, were to pick one, just only one, I'd probably be Yoda. Really? Yeah. Mm, funny joke. With the whole house. <laughs> yeah. It's a tiny midget with a green sword and he's powerful as fuck. Have you seen Mandalorian? No, I haven't. Oh yeah, because you don't watch TV shows. I'm that much of a hipster. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it because I didn't care. <laughs> I think the only movie I didn't see was the Solo one. I've from the new ones. I've only saw the, the two out of the three main ones, and I have. I don't think I've seen anything out of the films. Oh okay. Yeah, you mentioned that you started watching it with your dad or something. Yeah, well, that was all the movie. When we only have three movies, I think. Um, yeah, I remember every time they released a new one, like in the last five ones, right? The three main ones and the two sort of spin-offs. No, the three. The three. No, the three main ones. And three the... newer ones that are actually older than the first ones. No, Plot-wise. no, no. The, 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 these last ones since since Disney. Okay, since Disney. I think yeah, I so, yeah, there are five. So there are three, three main, main ones, ones and then two ones, Rogue One and Solo. Solo, yeah. And Solo I haven't seen. But all the other ones, so like four movies in the last whatever years, uh, every time I'd come back from London or if I were in like in Narada or some shit, I'd go with my dad and you're around Christmas to see it in cinemas. And just bitch about how bad they are. <laughs> nah, well, not really. I didn't, they're not, I don't think they're bad. I'm just impartial. I don't care. It's like, um, yeah, it's, it's a movie with space wizards. And it's like, all right, whatever. They're fine movies, I guess. Yeah. I, I liked Rogue One the most. I've never saw that, but I've heard it was a good one. It was pretty good. I liked it because it had uh, one of my favorite actors, which I don't remember the name of. The big, the tall black robot. Uh, he played in 
a lot of stuff. That's helpful. He was he was Wash in Firefly. That's a reference that maybe five people are gonna know who listen to this podcast at most. At most, feels like I should know about it, but I have no idea. <sighs> yeah, he played in that redneck fucking that <laughs> redneck spinoff horror movie. I'm just gonna say we have a huge screen right here just for you to uh, produce. I fucking make. Fucking clickety clack noises in the podcast. Oh my god, no clickety clack. Fine, no clickety clack. We'll never find out who that guy was. Um, every year for my dad's birthday, I buy him a Lego Star Wars set. I know that. I find it really cute. Oh yeah, because you were with me last year. Yes, I was. Yeah, we we randomly met up in the mall, buying presents. (laughs) Would have guessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the same day, that was cool. I have a difficult one with my father because I think at one point I I've peaked. And the present present oh, no. category with him. Never do that. I, I I didn't expect that to happen, but he's a really good, uh, he really big fan of knives for some fucking oh, weird reason. Yeah, knives. He has like okay. maybe twenty or thirty kitchen knives. Like a, oh, kitchen knives, and knives? then also like what they call them serrated hunting. hunting d- no, he also d- has those one like they city they, whatever. Yeah, how do you call them? How do you call the bridge? Switchblade. Switchblade. Thank yeah. you. So he also likes oh, those ones. <laughs> yeah, people need to know this is it's called Brichag. Yeah, Switchblade. Um, so I he has the ones one. that like open up and they go. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a butterfly. It's a butterfly. That's how it's called. The one oh. with the three things and you can just yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, no, I you cut I, yourself if you're not careful. I know somebody when I was in middle school or something who had one, and I Takes think my skill. brother bought a uh, borrowed one for a couple couple of weeks, mm. but we never had one. I'm like, why? I used to be fascinated with Switchblades as a kid. I don't know why. They look cool and you, yeah. you feel important. I think that's what he's doing. But this is what I'm saying. I I, I once bought him the Switchblade. He's I think it's his favorite right now. <laughs> and I've I've seen the reaction he had when he got that present. I'm well, I'll never manage to get that thing up again. <laughs> not even when I get married, I will never make him this proud. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Did I? Did I ever peek like that? I don't think I peek like that. In presents. Yeah, there. Are, I think three times I've peaked. Oh, do that, tell in presents like that. Um, uh, first time. The, I think this was the first <laughs> time. There was this ex-girlfriend of mine who really loved this one specific perfume. Okay, hear me out. That's kind of boring. It is kind of boring, but the thing is, she hadn't she hasn't seen it for a couple of years, like a, a not a couple, but oh, a number, a big okay. number of years. And you're like, like surprise, motherfucker. She's she, like, oh I God. think it wasn't that pricey. <laughs> it definitely wasn't pricey because it wasn't a price thing. But I think for her, when she saw it, she remembered it being pricey or whatever. Okay. And I found it at some point in, like, an, psych. in an airport. Uh, oh, of course it was in an airport. Of That's course it was in an airport. I was actually perfumes. counting on it. It's either airports or some dodgy guy in a in a, in a car park. And I don't trust him. Those are, he's definitely selling fakes. Yeah. Um, but I found it and I bought like there was a small medium bag bottle. I think I bought the small of the medium one. I cannot remember. Mm-hmm. I remember it had the shape of a green apple or something. I'm not sure if it's from DNKA key something. It could be. I, I might be some, right. telling bullshit. So first one's a, a perfume. Yeah, because what I, then the reason I know I peaked, she fucking cried of joy when she saw it. Not because that budget of a perfume was that price. It was just she hasn't seen it in such a long while. Hmm. Must have meant a lot to her. Yeah. I'm kind of a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow, Mr. Magnanimous. Uh, just just to, to easily transition from that. And mm-hmm. then the second one was my dad. And the third one was uh, my friend Hala, mm. who's the one who introduced me to Exurbia. Yep. And I bought him the book. His book, which is now my favorite book, I bought him for him the as a present. Sixth science. Fifth. Fifth, fifth my science. Bad. And Sorry. he hasn't read it yet. <gasps> but I saw he, he was really proud. Traitor. I mean, you cannot. His girlfriend listens to the podcast. Girlfriend of, of Hala. I don't remember her name. I'm <laughs> girlfriend sorry. Of, uh, tell, tell you should shame him and then shame me for forgetting your name. I'm sorry. If she listens, and eventually she will, this she will does. be a she story. She listens on Apple Podcasts. She, this will be a story. This will be an Instagram story. So everybody just... Um, <gasps> Brace yourselves. Be on the lookout for that. Okay. What's the third gift? Oh, was it the... This is the third one. The second one was the, the Switchblade. Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. 
I I don't know. I do remember though I did get one present which uh to this day is saved in a folder called in all caps the best fucking gift ever or some shit like that. Did she get it or is it your idea uh, to get I got it from someone, yes. I got all it from right. my next girlfriend. Um and it is a original replica, like a miniature original whatever certificate replica of Anduril, the sword uh, that Aragorn wields in Lord of the Rings. Because I may not be a fanboy of Star Wars but uh, or Harry Potter or whatever, but I am definitely a fanboy of Tolkien and Lord of the Rings. Nerd. <laughs> not so much The Hobbit, but it's all right. It's kind of shit. But it's all right. But so, Lord of the Rings. So, so let me get this straight. It's in a physical folder or is it on your, on your computer? The photos are on my computer and the folder that the photos are saved in is called that, which I, for some reason, thought was so important in, to the plot. But it is an actual replica. It's like ye big and in a, case, a wooden case with a glass and it's all like padded inside and okay, protected. Okay, so this actual sword. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but it's a miniature sword. That's cool. Uh, and you open it and there's a sword inside and you're like, and it has like the runes and everything on the, on the inside of it. I think they're glued or some shit or whatever. They're not engraved. I don't remember, but it's cool and it's like, pristine and it has she bought it from france or some shit like many many a moon ago like 2011 i think speaking of france i have this one i have one view of mine there's somewhere in paris there's a, a a huge shop like it's, it's like a big comic book store but it's okay. just just only harry potter shit oh god in france in paris in paris specifically yeah I've been there. You could buy wands, bobbleheads, whatever. Do you remember how under how underwhelming the platform nine and three quarters is? It's just a tenth of a shopping cart in a brick wall. Yep. That's it. And then that, that's it. And the thing is, I've been there and I saw and I saw so many present ideas. Oh, okay. Oh, but and I, the Paris one. Yeah, but I mm -hmm. haven't had a Potterhead girlfriend since. <laughs> So I'm fucking oh, hell. Yeah. Such a wasted opportunity. Uh, yeah. I actually thought of, I think I thought of just buying one and keeping it. Because knowing <laughs> myself, I'll probably get, I'll probably have somebody to give it to. I watched Harry Potter and. Eh. I also loved Harry Potter. All right. Harry Potter is the, the books that actually got me into reading. You and many people I know. Yeah, not in the classical story, but I've seen the movies and played the games as I always do, and up to the fourth, and then there was no more movies, and I wanted to see them, and I want to know what happened, and I got the books. Oh, okay. And the real weird thing is that I've actually properly started read reading with the fifth book, which is like eight hundred pages. That was like a shit ton of pages at back then. <laughs> yeah, because I was like what fourth grade or something. How many pages? 800. That's still a lot. Today. It's a lot I wouldn't of read pages. That book. I'd be like, oh, that's, that's a commitment. And actually, th th that, those are the books that taught me that books are better than the movies. Always. Oh, okay. And I think it was about that. No, it was probably a bit later, something like fifth or sixth grade. I read the first book that made me sad when it was end because it ended. And that's The, the Little Prince. Really? Yeah. That's such a cute, That's cute so, story. Th th there's so many parallels between you and France. Because The Little Prince is a French story, right? It's Le Petit... Yeah. Whatever. Le Petit Prince. Prince. I guess. It's Yeah, I remember... Well, I think it's French because I learned about its existence in French class. Oh, it is. It's definitely it is French. But it's also a story about a, cute, a small boy on a distant planet... Then oh. he meets somebody who collects stars and whatever and he has this tiny rose that his he is what protecting i don't know if it's remember the, the the snake that swallows the elephant and looks like a hat i still sometimes make, make that reference to people yeah. nobody gets it you should play ether 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 by edmund mcmillan because if when you describe that the little boy on a lost planet or whatever it's like that just reminds me of ether it's Edmund McMillan is the guy, one of the guys who was in the indie game, the movie, movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> He's a game designer. He made Binding of Isaac. Okay, I know that one. And Super Meat Boy. 
I know that one also. Yeah, so before he became famous with Super Meat Boy, he made a bunch of games on Newgrounds, I think, which is also where Aaron Eager Raptor started. Um, And it's a game about a little boy, which is supposed to be him or some shit. I don't know. And he goes around from planet to planet, and each planet, like the planet, has some kind of an issue or something. Like there's monsters crawling on it, and the planet's unhappy, or the planet's hungry, or something like that. And oh, I really love the way he describes it because, like, you have to go around and you you sort of help each planet to fix its issue. But then, as you do that, every time you do that, your home planet becomes smaller and smaller. And then, when you solve a lot of problems and you go back home to your planet. It's so small that when you touch it, it sort of explodes and you're lost forever in split in space. And it's like he made it as a sort of metaphor that when you spend all your life fixing everyone else's problems, like your problems are left unchecked. And then when you go, but when you're done fixing everyone's problems, like you're broken or some shit. It's really cool. It's really, it's, it's a cute game. It's really beautiful. It's very well drawn and it's really aesthetic. It has a nice aesthetic to it. Okay. Yeah, you should look into it. I can, I can lend you my Steam copy of it or whatever sure i guess we can play like it's a very fucking, short it's a short game let's do it one night snickers yeah. and whatever and there you just, go okay it's a plan it's a date <laughs> that also reminds me there's this one tiny petite little game i i, I found w- once uh-huh. and it's one of those things that really it impressed me but nobody else i tried showing it to it's called i think it's called the laser suit larry <laughs> <laughs> bob uh-huh. the accountant <laughs> No, wait, Legend of Suit Larry is a game. I'm assuming it is. It's about picking girls. Okay. He's a sleazy, small small guy. Never mind. Anyway. Johnny Bravo, the RPG. <laughs> Worse. Um, it's, I think it's called The End of Us or something like that. The End of Us? The End of Us. It's not The Last of Us. It's definitely oh, not The Last okay, of okay. Us. So it's The End of Us. Okay. It's a short thing. It was someone sites like Miniclip bought short whatever technology games they were. Okay. You played as this comet, like a shooting star. Okay. And the whole game is initially you just move left to right, and then you collect some tiny stars that are just pressed around, scrambled around the, the screen. Then at some point, I think you are a purple comet, and then a orange one joins the game. Okay. And initially, I think, I don't remember the order of it, but uh, initially it just bumps into you. Mm-hmm. and then if fuck up, fucks up you getting the stars or whatever then at some point you go and tandem okay the order of this could be reversed but I'm not sure and then the comments grow bigger and then they grow bigger and um, they start having cracks and then depending on which one finishes because you can go faster and uh, forwards and backwards okay depending on which one finishes the imaginary finish line crosses the imaginary finish line that's the one that somehow remains for like eight seconds on the screen and then the credits roll and it sounds like it's not that much but then when i read the description from the developer or whatever was there Mm -hmm. and it gives this entire perspective of it's basically low-key it's a critic on gaming Okay. Because initially you have the comet and the stars and you just assume you have to collect the stars, but there's no counter of how many stars you collected. There's no nobody telling you you have to. They're just there and you okay. assume you have to collect the stars. Then the small comet comes in and then you just, let's say you go in tandem initially and then you still try to collect the stars. Then you grow a bit old. You grow a bit. It's, it looks like you actually grow together or something and then you just bump into each other. And you feel like the other star is trying to collect the other comet is trying to collect the stars instead of you, but there's no point in you actually collecting the stars. So why don't you won't you let the other um, comet collect wow, the stars? That's interesting. And then at the end of it is basically, do you want to save yourself or do you want to save the other comet? Mm. And basically, the whole point is is just a game about friendship. Because initially, when the orange comet jumps in, it's like it's tiny and it's full of energy and just want to plays and pranks you by stump bumping into you, and then your friends and going in tandem and whatever. And this how it's had this whole metaphor around it, and I've tried showing it to people and nobody got it ever. Dude, send it to me. That sounds cool. I want to play I'll look. That. I'll look after it. It's just like a tiny game. It's not that big of a deal. But when you just the idea behind it, once you get it like that, it it's, it makes more sense. 
damn, you made me all nostalgic by all these like tiny, significant games. I remember tiny there was significant games. I remember there was one. I can't remember what. Uh, oh, it was called my personal trip to the moon, or my personal journey to the moon. Okay, something. And I can't remember for the love of me what the fuck it was about. Uh, I think it was like a pixel art game, and you were this person. And it was something to do with you ending up, like, going up to go to the moon. But I can't remember it. I just remember it had a song that was French. Like, the the, the this name of the song is French. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was. This is, this is the worst story. I don't remember anything. But I, <laughs> I remember it was really uh, interesting to play. And I played it, and it was really cool. But then it turns out that, like, the developer... Uh, the backstory was sort of like an analogy to the person. Um, uh, what's God? I, too many words are escaping me today. Uh, you can't do this. She was transitioning, right? Right from like male to female or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it was like a, a gender transition. Thing. I was way before her age. Uh, I mean, the game. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know how old this is. Maybe like ten years ago or something. Okay. But the game's about that. So that, when I found out, I was like, "Oh, okay. I don't really relate to this, but it's still a really cool concept." And then it kind of made sense of like, "Okay, you're trying to go to the moon, and it's the whole thing about you're going there and you're alone, and there's no one else there, and it's like the loneliness that that person felt as transitioning and stuff." I was like, "All right, I get it. That's I don't relate to that, but I get it." Yeah, it sounds cool. like a very interesting idea. Yep. And there was another game on same. I think this was on the Escapists, or on some other, on Congregate. It was on Congregate, because it's old gaming website. Feels like I've heard about it before, but I don't. It's have sort of like new grounds. Yeah, I get it. Um, and there was another game that I don't remember the name of, but it was really fucking cool. It was this pixel art game where you sort of were this guy, and you'd have to like do like wake up and then go to work and then shit like that, and you get. I don't know if this was programmed in, but it made you sort of feel like you could choose not to go to work and spend time with your family. But I don't like you, you were just sitting there, but I don't think that that was an actual choice. If you just stand in one place, like you had to go to the right, like in a sort of side scrolling way. It to wasn't do the things. Stanley's parable kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the game would sort of evolve where you were this sort of, a, I don't know, molecular biologist or some shit and then the end of the world comes and then like the game would be sort of like in a in a circular way like you'd wake up you'd go wake up your kids you'd kiss your wife and then you'd go to work and you would you'd be stuck in traffic and it was like a sort of mini game where you had to wait for the car in front of you and then go a little bit and then wait again and then go a little bit and you get to work and then you do some things and then it would be nightfall and then you come back and then it would repeat but then the end of the world was coming with like a virus or some shit. So like every day was like less people going to work and then more garbage on the streets and then more homeless people. And then your your wife dies or something. And then at the end, it was just you. And it's like sort of the game made you feel guilty. Like, you know, you went to work and instead of you could have spent time with your family and shit like that. And it's like, oh, I feel bad. That's shitty. The, the man tried to be a good provider. Yeah, but that's that was I remember that because I, I remember it to this day. I don't remember what it was called, but it, it impacted me so much. It was like, wow, that's that's it's such a simple fucking it was a 2D side scroller with pixel art. That's such a simple concept, but it was executed so fucking well because it told a story. It told a playable, interactable story, which is what games are. And it was fucking cool. And I'm done with my story. I love it. Um, Before we transition from this, because I think we spend enough on games, I would yeah. still want to suggest or recommend a game. Okay. For we're out there. Even if you don't want to play, just watch a gameplay. It's basically a cool movie. Uh, the game is named uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. Okay. It's basically a long story. Is it like Dear Esther? It's like you just move around, but you don't really do anything. And I'm not sure if Dear Esther isn't made by the same company, but it could be. Oh, uh, okay. It's, it's, that's that's what I'm saying. You don't it's really the same have. Principle? I, I'm not. I've not seen the game, but I remember somebody talked about it. that oh, and okay. something with, with rain. There's a third game about from from the same company. I'm not sure if it is, but. Yeah, basically, you don't have any action. Mm-hmm. Do you have to do so? You're not you just fighting. Walk around on a map, and you then just walk, and you the story unfolds. Exactly. Basically. Yep, that's the arrester. The mm-hmm. gist of it is, you're this girl, uh, Edith, 
who goes back to her uh, uh, family house where mm-hmm. she grew up in, which Home is this, town. which is a not an old town. It's a, like a weird, huge house in the middle of the forest, but it looks like oh. a, it looks. It's not necessarily a castle, but it looks like a cheap knockoff of one. Like you, it's you start with a normal house, like a normal big house, and then you just add on top of it. Because okay. which, with every new member of the family that just is born, they just add on top of the house. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. And the house itself, when you get inside of it, is just full of of stuff. It looks like an OCD hoarder would live in there. Mm-hmm. It's a cool way they describe it. Like, the house looks just like a smile with too many teeth. A what? Uh, a smile. Okay. With too many teeth. Huh. Oh, it's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. So basically, you, what you're doing, you have this journal with the genealogical tree. Mm-hmm. And you see how every member of your family has died. It sounds a bit <laughs> uh, sad. It's not really that sad, the way they do it. The cool thing about it is for each member, the story is still so, to a different mechanism. Okay. Which, is, which I found really interesting. So for instance, your little younger sister or something she died of an illness mm. and she had a fever and she was uh, seeing things I don't know, the, like, uh, hallucinating, hallucinating because of the fever and you see her you play a fever dream something like that yeah it's is that an actual thing it's a sexual term okay yeah, then that dream. uh basically you see it from the first person she transforms into a cat who jumps outside of the window and then from she jumps from tree to tree then she becomes an eagle she catches a rabbit, then she turns into a whale, j- jumps in the ocean, then she's this octopus monster that gets on a boat. It, it makes no sense. Another one is told to the prism of a um, comic book. Mm-hmm. Another one is uh, her uncle, who was a hunter. He shot a, uh, a deer, a stag, actually. And she had his niece take a photo. And you see from the photo, you take like a couple of shots. And then he goes up there and the stag is not dead. He, and he just swaps, swipes his head and then the guy dies. But you see it from the camera. Oh, boy. It's not that... Such an artistic thing. It is. It's not that sad as I make it. Everybody dies. Spoiler. But it's not sad. Some Reminds me of The Void. The movie? Mm, the, the, the game. Okay. Let me tell this... One other thing. This is yeah. the, the most interesting story is about this the brother of Edith. He has this whole very stonery room. Mm-hmm. Like you can see, he has a shisha. He has a poster with shrooms. The whole room is uh, purple light and things like that. And you find out that he has this... Uh, <laughs> he's going to a, a psychologist or whatever. Mm-hmm. He basically lives in his own world, little world. Not really interacting with everybody. Okay. He has this job at it, the local fish can factory. Okay. That's basically, oddly specific. It is. <laughs> basically, the only thing he has to do, he uh, works at this conveyor belt, and fishes oh, come depressing. in. Yeah, it is. That's the whole point of it. He, yeah. Fishes come from one side. He he grabs the fish. Uh, there's a guillotine here that cuts his head, and then he pushes on a different conveyor belt, and that's his whole job. What's interesting about it? is that while he's on the job, he fantasizes of being this adventurer on a boat and going on adventures to save like all of us. Yeah, but there's a really cool way of how they did this because you initially you have the f- hand with the fish. It's your left hand. It's on your left side of the screen. Mm-hmm. And you have the boat and everything on the right side. Okay. And you control them separately. I think... Wow. I think it was with joysticks or whatever, but left hand for the fish, right hand for the adventure. And slowly but surely, the part of the adventure just creeps more and more on the screen, which in which you barely f- see the fishes anymore. But you still do it mechanically, because otherwise the story go- doesn't go forward. And it just makes you and have the same mechanism in your brain. Like you don't pay attention to the hand that you're controlling yeah. the fishes, but you're there, and it just puts you in the same boots as, as the character. That's interesting. It's a really cool, cool way of doing it. Wow, that's some. Next level storytelling. Yeah, it is. Right there. It is. On that note. On that note. We are 59 minutes in. That was easy. Our <laughs> first episode of season two, which may or may not have an intro. 
Which may or may not happen, which may which or may not may be filmed. Could be filmed, yes, exactly. In which I may or may not be wearing pajamas. We'll never Sexy know unless pajamas. it's filmed. I don't know. Maybe hot pajamas, you don't hey, know. You'll never know. I still have one other topic. I hadn't had the chance to bring it up. Oh, shit. Just tease, tease it. What was it? Just nah. Tease it. No? Because if I tease it, I'll do a very bad job of it. If oh. I'm going to make a good job of it, it will it'll take too much time. So it'll be for the next episode. All right. We'll see you all in the next episode. Hopefully, you will see us too. Hopefully, you will see us indeed. All right. Have a great whatever, everyone. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye.